it's time for the podcast that features two guys that register on the Richter scale when they go up and down the stairs. It's the Morning Five, sponsored by the Parian Lawyers. Fat, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life, sir. Sounds like somebody's got a case of the Mondays. <gasps> His ability to suck in these balls. <gasps> Sounds like a case of the Mondays. Grab your balls. <gasps> When you come in on Monday and you're not feeling real well, does anyone ever say to you, sounds like someone has a case of the Mondays? I believe you get your ass kicked saying something like that, man. Good morning, West Georgia, and welcome in to the Morning 5 podcast. Today is Monday, July 31st, and we have made it. It is football week. We have NFL and, more importantly, high school football Starting this week, Thursday night for preseason Hall of Fame game in the NFL and Friday night for our high schools around the area in their scrimmages. I am super jacked that we have made it all the way through not really the dog days of summer because that's sort of coming up, but we've made it all the way through July, June. All we had was baseball, a little bit of summer league NBA action, and now football's upon us. Not only that, the softball's back this week, too. Volleyball's back this week, too. So I'm pumped about this whole week, man. The fact that we get high school athletics back this week, for real. Softball is their first game, their first official games this week. Dude, we're back. Doesn't it seem weird that softball's been playing already for like a week and a half? Like, none of the games have counted, obviously, but like... They've, been, they've like, been playing all freaking summer. That's Let's crazy. I mean, that's the, it seems like there's there's no off-season for the softball players. Yeah. Uh, Billy, there today today is National Avocado Day. Pass. Hard pass. Really? You don't like avocados? No. No, 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 no. There's something about the texture, and I just can't handle it, man. So you, I don't, can't, know. you don't eat guacamole? No, I don't. Wow, that's yeah, that's very surprising. Yeah. I I would not have guessed that. Yeah, and I know that you know. There's this big joke about the fact that how picky you are, um, and and you've got the the whole uh, West Georgia Eats program. Yeah, I'm I'm just as picky as you are, <laughs> but I can't I can't do avocado. You're not a fan of real California avocados? Nope. I'll pass. Steer? Hard pass. What are you doing here? Uh, what? <laughs> try? Which? which? <laughs> uh, I love which, avocados. Uh, <laughs> which interstate are you taking? <laughs> you get out of here. You take the A1 down in Santa Monica. <laughs> if anybody doesn't know what Billy and I are quoting, it's a, it's a skit from SNL called The Californians. And it is one of the greatest SNL skits <laughs> of all time. It's it's fantastic. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, God. I got some bad news for you. There's like a coffee bean across the way that validates park and so you're totally good, man. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is a great, great skit. I, I'm a big fan of avocados. Um, I love guacamole. Emily makes some homemade guac that is just out of this world. It's um better than any restaurant you'll get but I, yeah I, I feel you on the on the texture type stuff man my mom's like that with a lot of stuff my sister's like that with a lot of stuff it's not necessarily the the taste of it it's the texture so i, I understand uh today is also national shredded wheat day again hard pass hmm. like, me like if i'm gonna eat cereal why am i gonna eat stuff that just tastes horrible i see i like now it has to be frosted shredded wheat but i actually do okay, enjoy so you're, shredded at, you're wheat. looking for sugary shredded wheat yeah yeah sugary crap 
I, it's, I like shredded okay. wheat, man. It's nice. It's filling. You don't have to, you know, you get one little piece of shredded wheat on your spoon, and that's that's a mouthful. You don't, you know, with Cheerios, like, and do I have enough on the spoon? Again. Ohio? Yeah, yeah. What? Man, you a nice mouthful on your spoon, you know? Just give them <laughs> one, you know, a spoonful of shredded wheat makes the medicine go down, I think, is what Mary Poppins said. Spoonful of sugar help the medicine go down. Yeah, and if you put sugar on shredded wheat, yeah. No, but I'm a, I'm a shredded wheat fan, man. It's it's just like eating a it's like eating carb cereal. It's it's not my favorite cereal, but I like shredded wheat. It's not bad, but I like frosted I shredded wheat. Very, very specific. Not a massive, just normal shredded wheat fan. I'm not 105 yet, uh, but I do like frosted shredded wheat. It's also National Rathberry Cake Day. Rathberry. Rathberry. Uh. That one, I don't think I've ever had, so I can't really say yes or no. Um, but I like raspberries, and I kind of like cake. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, sure, I'm, I'm sure I'd like it. I'm, I'm pretty picky on the type of cake I like. Uh, but I try to... We all know that. I, you know, it's, I, I, like, I like the cakes I like. Uh, uh, no, but, but uh, I, yeah, I would I would try raspberry cake. I'm 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 same with you. I've never tried raspberry cake. I didn't even know raspberry cake raspberry? was a thing. Raspberry, um, but I like raspberry, and I would try probably try it on a cake. I assume raspberry cake. Uh, Billy, some good news over the weekend. Braves sweep the Brewers because we're awesome. Uh, Braves win Friday night, ten to seven. Olson, Rosario, and Arcia all with two RBIs apiece. Acuna, Albies, Riley, and Ozuna all added in an RBI apiece. Uh, Yanni Chorizo goes three and two-thirds inning, giving up four earned runs and three Ks. Not the best outing to come out in your Braves debut, but we won 10-7, so it is what it is. Not terrible. Um, on Saturday, Braves win 11-5. Ozuna with four RBIs, had a massive game. Acuna and Rosario added in two RBIs apiece. Albies, Olsen, and Darno all added in an RBI piece as well. And Bryce Elder looked absolutely unhittable on Saturday night. I mean, he went 10, uh, went 10 innings, went seven innings, only giving up one earned run and striking out three. One of the better performances I think uh, Elder has had this year and the best he's had in, I don't know, maybe four or five starts probably. Uh, and, and then yesterday, Sunday, we complete the sweep eight to six. Olsen with five RBIs. Matt Olsen having himself an Austin Riley top get type game. And speaking of Austin Riley, added in two RBIs. Ozuna added in an RBI as well. And AJ Smith Shaver with a decent outing, two innings pitched, three earned runs, and three Ks. So a nice weekend overall for the Bravos. But Ronald Acuna, man. Oh, dude, I First love that player, guy. First player in Major League Baseball history to have. 50 plus stolen bases and 20 plus stolen bases for freaking August. What? That's just absurd. That really, that really is absurd. The numbers he's putting up are absolute video game absurd numbers. So I, I had to throw that out there because that was, that was a mind blowing stat that I saw this weekend. Uh, secondly, just seemed like the entire weekend it we had to fight for it the entire weekend outside of mostly Saturday. Saturday was Saturday was we were ahead for the majority of the time. There was there was really no coming back from that. Even though they fought back and put up four in the eighth and the ninth. I yeah, think. yeah, they fought back late on on Saturday. That game, I I turned that game off. I think in the sixth inning. I think fifth or sixth inning. Friday and Sunday were fights. Um, actually, Olsen hit a two-run bomb in the 
late innings to actually like put us ahead finally. Yeah, bottom um, of the eighth. So I thought was... we were gonna lose last night or yesterday. Oh, honestly, dude, I, me I, too. I, yeah, I really did. We were we were trailing. I think we were trailing most of the game. I want to I want to say, but yeah, that that two run bomb for Olsen was pretty big. So I like the fight. I like the fact that we have pushed it to where we need to push it, which was great to push a sweep on a team that is pretty much they're they're leading their division right yeah um, uh, still. I, th- I think they're let's see i think they're behind cincinnati uh half game half game behind cincinnati tied in the loss column though so i mean yeah essentially milwaukee is a milwaukee is a playoff team oh 100 percent. yeah yeah milwaukee okay yeah milwaukee uh braves braves have pushed their lead to, to 11 and a half now over Miami, um, twelve for Philadelphia. Uh, the Mets. <laughs> the, <laughs> can we? Like it's one of those moments where, as Braves fans, you know, you just can't help but keep laughing, and it's 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 hard not to laugh. Uh, the Mets are eighteen, and Washington is twenty-four and a half. So and the Mets are sellers, and the Mets are sellers. <laughs> highest payroll in baseball this year and their sellers yeah. this is the greatest season they uh, uh they so won't yeah. be the highest sal- they won't be the highest salary in, in baseball i don't think after today i think uh i think that <laughs> ship has has sailed <laughs> no so it, it's a good thing uh braves braves look good pretty much all week um went into it so braves begin a three-game series with the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Do we? Are we going to get? Let me. I haven't checked the pitching matchups yet. Are we going to get Shohei? We're not. Damn it! Oh my god! No, I don't want to <laughs> hit against Shohei. We got Canning, Sandoval, and Giolito. Oh man, I wanted to see us Giolito's against Shohei. Giolito's going to be tough. Yeah, I wanted to see us against Shohei. Uh, it's July 30th, and the Braves' offense has posted a collective 835 OPS for the season. Yeah. 835 Thank OPS. Kevin. Thank you, Kevin. That's, uh, yeah. Kevin McAlpin posted that yesterday, and he's... I mean, he's right. An yeah. 835 OPS? That's just insane. Yep. Uh, you and realize that? That's... Uh, that's... So average, just, just for those people who may not... Who listen to our podcast who may not know what OPS is. OPS is on base plus slugging. So literally add the, the two bind, right? Right. Average. An average major league baseball player is like 730. Okay? The average major league baseball player. Braves combined are eight what? 38? 830. 830. 835. 835. That's just insane. So 100 points higher than the average. And that's that's the team. That's the team average. That's not just that's not just one player getting hot. That's that's the team average. Yeah. That's it's it's absolutely nuts. We have the third best bullpen ERA or the fourth best bullpen ERA in Major League Baseball right now. And I don't know. We're just we're just rolling. I know, I know I know we had a little bumpy start after the All Star game, but it's it's baseball, and we've said this. It's 162 games. You're gonna have weird streaks. It's, it's just gonna happen. You have you have that many games to play. Um, the Braves right now have four of the NL's top ten home run totals, including the leader Matt Olson at 35, 
Ronnie, Ozzy, and Austin Riley each have 29, tied with uh, Marlon and former Brave Jorge Soler in seventh. And Marcelo Zuna has 22 home runs and is tied with three others for 11, giving Atlanta five of the NL's top 14 home run hitters. And I think that's the one thing, in my opinion, that I would like to see the Braves become less reliant on. It's, it's not going to happen because that's the way this roster is constructed currently is I feel like we're a little bit too reliant on the long ball, but I, I feel like that's being very, very nitpicky on the way this lineup is built. Um, you know, it's it, we've seen it when the, when the long ball isn't happening. A lot of times the Braves don't win games, but very rarely do the Braves go on long streaks where the long ball isn't sailing out. So it's, it's sort of that this is the way this roster was constructed and we kind of got to live with it, which is not a bad thing. It's just one of those things to observe that, you know, when it comes down to it, if the long ball isn't sailing out, then the Braves struggle with scoring runs. That's going to be the biggest thing. So hopefully we can bounce off of that and, and, and have a great weekend or a great week series against the Angels. And then uh, we begin the three-game set at Wrigley on Friday. Nice. Yeah. So, yeah. We have a we have a three game this week and then Cubs Friday three game home streak or three game home streak three game homestand with the Angels coming up and then we start like a an eleven game road trip or something like that with uh, Chi Town Pittsburgh and New York all back to back to back all of those are on the road so a little bit of a uh, little bit of a uh, road trip yeah a little bit of a road trip East Coast road trip there uh, Billy over the weekend Braves they swept they did a good job Land United. They looked like absolute dog crap. Uh, they looked terrible. This this Atlanta United team, they lose on PKs to Cruz Azul. Uh, this team sucks, man, and we don't deserve Almada. He's the only person that we can rely on game in and game out uh, to make magic happen, show pace and creativity on and off the ball. Uh, only person that will show 90 minutes of passion. I feel bad for Thiago Almada for having to play on this crap team. I, I don't... It it's rough. It's rough watching it. Um, it's sort of how I felt for Trey uh, two or three seasons ago when playing with the Hawks. So I, I feel awful for Almada, and I kind of wish we would have sold him in the summer transfer window. Uh, but he's still here. He's still here. We got him to the end of the season. Miyamba, or Moyumbo, uh, was another bright spot this weekend. He kind of reminded me a bit of Nagby. He looked a lot like Darlington Nagby. Uh, he might be something good going forward. He came in and instantly was our best midfielder. Uh, he was the only one in midfield that... I really did anything, honestly. I, I, uh, he's he's the only one that came in and changed the game. He's the only one that moved the ball around. He was the only one that was active on offense and defense. The rest of the midfield was sort of just bystanders, just watching the game. They were they were spectators, not participators. Uh, Miguel Berry's to total dog crap, absolute dog crap. He's awful. He's terrible. Even the, even the PK, the guy's on there as a striker. He's supposed to be a goal scorer. Even the PK he took was weak and terribly placed. Um, I don't know why Miguel Berry, A, still gets playing time, and B, is even on this team. I don't know why we start Miguel Berry over Dom Dwyer. Like, I don't I don't understand why we don't go out and get Dom Dwyer and cut Miguel Berry. I just, I, it simply baffles me. Guzan is old and has no reaction time. He was a statue out there in the PKs. It looked like the Tin Man from Wizard of Oz was out there trying to save PKs. It was embarrassing. I really wish he'd retire right now. Uh, no one moves off the ball. No one moves off the ball. They sit there and watch. There's no overlapping runs. There's no one-twos outside of the box working into the box. There's no switching play from one side to the other. They just all stand around and watch Almada and pray he does something amazing. 
it, this team, this team currently constructed right now, is an absolute dumpster fire. Pineda and Boca need to be fired before our next match. We have like twenty something days off. Both should absolutely not be on the staff when play resumes in twenty something days when the MLS calendar starts back again. They should absolutely be fired, both of them, and get somebody in there that knows how to construct a roster because it's not Carlos Bocanegra. That guy has no idea how to create a good roster underneath the scrutiny of the MLS rules and standards and everything. So 20-something days off. I do not want to see Pineda on the sideline or Bocanegra in the front office once we get back from the 20-day uh, hiatus of the MLS. It was, it was an awful, awful weekend, and it's just been the culmination of what Atlanta United has been over the past month, month and a half. So it's, we're a far cry from where we were in, in March and April. Uh, if you remember correctly, March and April, like Atlanta United was top three, top four in, in MLS. Um, and they were killing it. They looked they looked great. And we are not there right now. Um, and I don't know what happened to this team. I know that we lost some really, really solid players, but I can't... I, Dude, I don't know what's going on with this team. It's it sucks. It absolutely sucks right now. Yeah, it's it's awful. Uh, some more bad news on the Atlanta United front. Ozzy Alonso left in an ambulance after the game. He reported abdominal pain. He was treated by EMTs before being taken to the hospital for precautionary measures. I think he's going to be all right. Uh, but Ozzy Alonso is one of those guys that's been off injured the past couple of years, and it, I really don't want to see him pick up another knock and not be able to. Not be able to play, so we have we have twenty something days until the next match. I, something's got to change, man. I, we still have a DP slot open that we haven't filled. I don't know what we're waiting on. I don't know what's going on, but this team, as it's currently constructed, is absolute dog crap. And there's there's no way we make the playoffs. No way. Yeah. Billy Rice, let's talk about some good things then. Okay, so last, or 2021, when we won the World Series, Braves had probably one of the best trade deadlines ever. Mm -hmm. you, would you agree? I would agree that after the fact, it was a very, very good trade deadline. When it was happening, it well, was... Well, you and I discussed it. It was crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. When, it, when it was happening, it was it was odd moves. Um, but yeah, I think after the fact, yeah, it was, it was insanely, <laughs> an insanely great trade deadline. So let's talk about who's had the worst trade deadline in Atlanta. <sighs> and uh, I, I want to hear what your thoughts are here. Yeah, yeah. So so I say trade deadline in quotation because, you know, Atlanta United's coming up on the on the transfer window closing, and that's sort of like the trade deadline. Hawks aren't under a trade deadline, but the offseason moves from the Hawks have been insanely underwhelming. Um, so, you know, and I, did, I didn't include the Falcons in this, and I, I maybe should have uh, because their free agent signings in the offseason has been really good. Uh, so if the Falcons were in this conversation, I'd probably put them number Win. one. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, they, they, they've done a good job of adding depth, adding defensive line, you know, being able to attack the, the rusher. I mean, being able to attack the, attack the passer. Uh, but I, I just included the Braves, Hawks, and Atlanta United in this. Braves probably have made the best, most recent moves, I would think, out of these three teams. Uh, they traded for Tyler Hearn from the Rangers for cash consideration and then turned right around the other day and traded Tyler Hearn for shortstop Nicky Lopez. So essentially they get infield depth just with cash consideration, getting Nicky Lopez from the Kansas City Royals. Uh, you know, that's... And he's he's strictly defensive. His offense numbers are terrible, but he's 
you can play pretty much anywhere. And that, that'll be a good edge piece to bring in late defensively. But that's, that's the good thing about us is we're so good defensively that the only defense that we'll need is probably outfield left field. Uh, Billy, are you telling me a, a 213 average this year from Nicky Lopez isn't good? That's not good. <laughs> uh, so bringing him in, I you know, I guess that's a boost. Colorado Rockies, they, we got Pierce Johnson for them. Uh, Atlanta traded Victor Vodnik and Tanner Gordon. So, you know, that's going to add in back into the rotation depth. I know we're still looking at pitching. Trade deadline ends today, right? At 6 o'clock. 6 o'clock today. today. Um, I, I know there are rumors swirling around that the Braves are still working on adding starting pitching. Uh, they have called and mm-hmm. asked about Justin Verlander from the Mets. They are not currently in negotiations with Justin Verlander or the Mets. Uh, but the Braves are still shopping around to try to add some starting pitching to their roster before the trade deadline is up. So out of these three teams, I, I would say the Braves have had the best quote-unquote trade deadline moves in Atlanta. Let's not forget that Taylor Hearn did come into Atlanta, had had an outing. <laughs> Yeah, I say an outing yeah. because it's uh, it was. You sure good. we you sure we can't forget that Taylor Hearn came in and had an outing oh, in Atlanta? God bless, man. <laughs> one of those. It's one of those. So I think actually he he came in Saturday, right? Yeah, he, he had did. that and <laughs> gave, gave up, up 106 runs. runs. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that's that's the biggest thing for us. But but I agree with you. I think Atlanta's had a pretty stellar um, go of it as of late. You know the the names aren't like bouncing off the page right now but i i had just have this sneaky feeling that double a is going to pull something off you just don't need it you just don't need the big names that bounce off the page if you're the braves like you if you something tells me we're going to get like a top two or three starting pitcher oh i think you were <laughs> I, 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 I don't think so <laughs> <laughs> I, it's just a thought. Yeah, it'd be nice if we did, but I, I just I don't I don't see us making a move for. I think it's going to be like a back into the rotation vet or something that has that has playoff experience. But like the Braves are in such a good position right now, you don't you don't need it. Would it be nice? Yes, obviously, it would be nice to trade for a top two, top three type pitcher. But we just we just don't need it right now. The way the way this team is constructed is the Braves don't need to make a big splash at the trade deadline to be. Uh, a World Series favorite, or or you know, uh, um, uh, to win the uh, to win the pennant, like it just this team is the way it's currently constructed is very solid. Over to the Atlanta Hawks this offseason, I really thought we were going to try to do something, and I guess we did by by re-signing Dejounte Murray. I don't know if that's going to be. I'm not a huge Dejounte Murray fan. I don't think him and Trey Young can coexist on the same court. Uh, I think he'd be a good two when, when Trey's taking a rest at the bench. Um, but yeah, re- re-signing him, I guess, was it was something, although I'm not a huge fan of it. Uh, if we talk about acquisitions and everything outside of the draft, the Hawks acquiring guard Patty Mills from OKC in exchange for Ty Ty Washington, Uzma Garuba, and Rudy Gay in future first-round picks. We got Rudy Gay through the John Collins trade in which we exchanged uh, 2026 second-round picks from Utah to Atlanta. So we trade Johnny Collins for Rudy Gay and we exchange second round picks and we turn around and swap Rudy Gay essentially for Patty Mills. Every single, I mean, both of those trades for the Hawks have just been so underwhelming. We haven't been in on any free agents either. The only big move we've made in the offseason 
is really the re-signing of DeJounte Murray. I mean, this team right now largely looks like we're going to run it back for a third year in a row with essentially the same exact core, just minus John Collins. Patty Mills is probably going to take over the backup card role, would you say? I or... don't think he will, to be completely honest with you, Billy. I don't. I think it's going to be Buffington. Kobe Buffington. Okay. And he's going to take over the backup shooting guard. Yeah, yeah. Patty, yeah, Patty Mills will be in that rotation of twos. Um, I think he will be. I think he will be the two in in the rotation of twos. I, th- I think Kobe Buffington will probably take over that one slot. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, Patty Mills is he's he's gonna play. Yeah, I think so too. So I mean, I agree with you. I think the the Hawks Hall has been underwhelming, kind of like what the Braves have been. Um, it's they have a little bit more like Rudy Gay. You've heard of Patty Mills. You've heard of honestly most. Like, I would say probably about 30% of Braves fans probably have ever heard of Taylor Hearn, or Nicky Lopez, or Pierce Johnson before. You know what I mean? Right, right. Um, most Hawks fans have heard of Patty Mills. Most Hawks fans have heard of Rudy Gay. So, name recognition is there. It's still very underwhelming because the player isn't all that great. Um, but so I, I don't know. Like I'm, I'm for me, uh, I'm really wanting to see what the Hawks can do during a full season with their new head coach. Um, that's that's my biggest thing. I want to see what they can do with an off season program. I want to see what they can do learning this offense a little bit better. I know they had plenty of time, you know, twenty games or so down the stretch to, to try to learn it. But I think having a full off season might help too. And getting getting them into the gym and, and working on this, I think will be key. So that's just my thought. Yeah, and I mean, you say that the, the Hawks get name recognition guys, and you're right, Rudy Gay, Patty Mills, people have heard about that. But it's, it's just different in the NBA because there's only, you know, you're only rolling 12 guys out there every single night on your rosters. Oh, where in, in baseball, sure. you have 34 people that are always rotating up and down and, you know the Hawks, the Hawks and the Braves. I think Billy, we can both agree, are in slightly different situations uh, team wise. Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Braves, Braves World Series favorites right now. The Hawks will be lucky to make the playoffs back to back years in the play in games. So, I, oh. I just wanted to see. Oh, wait what? a second! Wait a second! What? You want a you want an HSO for me first thing in the morning? Sure. Yeah. Let's make the playoffs easy this year. I, I like. I like it. I, I'm, I'm on board with that. Easy. Like, we're, we're going to be a top six, 100%, okay. in my opinion. Okay. I'm on board with that. I like that. I like the optimism. Uh, I just would have liked to seen some big bigger moves from the Hawks in the offseason. I I don't know. I feel like, I feel like this every yeah. year for the Hawks, though. I just, you know, it's, it's, it's frustrating being a Hawks fan. Uh, and then over to the team that hasn't done a damn thing. With the transfer window, <laughs> Atlanta United. What in the? That's not true. That's not true. We haven't. We have done a lot. It's just all of our players are leaving as opposed <laughs> to gaining any players. Uh, um, the only player that we've really acquired is uh, Mosquito, Tristan Mayumba Nikita or Kita, uh, and he's good. Like uh, it's a it's a good signing, but like that's all we've done. That's all we've brought in. And we've gotten rid of three or four people that have actually contributed on the squad, and we haven't brought in anybody to fill their shoes. We've brought in nobody. 
and I don't know if this goes back to the roster rules and that we're, we're up against it because of the age restriction and the different slots and all that. But if, if that's the case, Carlos Bocanegra should be absolutely 100% fired for not being able to manage this roster. Uh, the, the worst quote-unquote trade deadline in Atlanta, the award 1,000% goes to Atlanta United because at least the Braves and the Hawks have added people. Atlanta United hasn't added a damn thing. And we still have a DP slot open, if I'm not mistaken. And the fact that we are right now with one of the most expensive rosters in the entire MLS sitting there in, in you know, crap land in anonymity right now. We're not going to make the playoffs if we continue the way we're doing. We haven't filled that DP slot. It's just absolutely mind-boggling that people are getting paid millions of dollars to do an absolutely terrible job of assembling this roster. Better. Yeah, I'll feel better when Carlos Bocanegra uh, is no yeah. longer in the front office. How about we hit to the Marines out scoreboard? Let's do it. That? Hit me up. What do we got this weekend? All right. Sunday, uh, this past Sunday, Marlins beat the Tigers 8-6. to six. Pirates beat the Phils 6-4. to four. And the Mets beat the Nats 5-2. to two. On the Smiths 4 coverings, games and events calendar tonight in the NL East. Top of the Braves playing the Phillies at Marlins at 640. What do you do there? Like... For, for us, what, what's good for us? That one. Uh, cheer for the umpires. Yeah. Uh, Brewers at Nats at 7.05, too. Uh, but, yeah, it's it's not a good like – that, that series is terrible. We are um, at a so. we're at a point in time right now with the Braves where I don't give a rat's ass what other teams do. Just don't care. <laughs> Just. Well, pretty soon, honestly, and for those people who listen to us and hear the NLEs, you know, updates every, every night – the only reason we have them on the scoreboard and on the, the games and events calendar is because we don't have a high school athletics. That changes this week. You're dang, so, dang uh, we're right good. it does, baby. We're, we're good after this week, I promise. So <laughs> it, it actually changes Wednesday. Wednesday is our first official, legit high school Let's sporting event. Freaking go. Yep, we got, we got oh, it's softball. A, it's a scrimmage, but hey, still. Yeah, still, it's a it's a scrimmage that's on the schedule. It wasn't like these uh, these camps they've been going to and stuff over the past yeah. couple of past couple of weeks. It's a scrimmage, but it's better than nothing. Same thing with this Friday. Same thing with this Friday. They're all scrimmages for football teams. Uh, Bill, you right, you need another cup of coffee? Oh, do do I ever? Do I ever? Let's hit it up. Another cup of coffee brought to you by Realtor Hannah Strong with Robert Goolsby Real Estate Group. The Colts running back Jonathan Taylor reported back pain and pre-camp physical what a freaking mess man like between that and and taylor coming out and saying i've never reported back pain i don't know what this is about like this is just a freaking mess and it's not going to end well for indy it's not going to end well for jonathan taylor he's already requested a trade to which uh colts ursay has said no no that's not happening so it, it's just a freaking mess right now, and know what to do about it. Like <laughs> I can't wait to hear what Pat and the boys have to say about that it'll because be you know that's going to happen today. <laughs> it'll be interesting. It'll be very, very uh, interesting. GM Billy Epler says the Mets not holding a quote-unquote <laughs> fire sale despite the trades. <laughs> <laughs> Through the Mets. <laughs> <laughs> Billy, Billy, they're not on a fire sale despite selling so, everybody off. Yeah, okay. 
just mentioned that Verlander is, or the Braves have reached out about Verlander. They've already sold Scherzer. And not only have they sold Scherzer, but like, they have to pay like 60 million plus of the, of the like 80 million <laughs> That he's due the rest of his contract. <laughs> oh, man. Frank the Tank has been absolutely freaking out over oh. the weekend, and it has given me life. It's absolutely phenomenal. I, I'm yeah. I'm loving it. Uh, trading card of Texas quarterback Arch Manning auctioned off for $103,000. That's ridiculous. He's never played a down of football in college football, yet the trading card is going for hundred and three k. Yeah. And you and I... Put cards up there and see if we can get like for us um, and say, hey, this is we're gonna auction this card off too. Yeah, auction it. How much money it. we can do it? Yeah, one hundred and two, uh, one hundred two thousand five hundred was the uh, was the actual bid. The high, the highest selling card through the company's website uh, before that was a one of a kind Luka Doncic National Treasures card sold at right at. 100k so arch manning who's not even going to be the starting quarterback this year for the texas longhorns has a trading card sold for hundred and three thousand dollars who the hell would pay hundred and three thousand dollars for a card i mean insane absolutely insane uh billy in today in 2012 the all-american jackass michael phelps becomes the greatest medal winner in olympic history as part of the winning American four times 200 meter freestyle relay in London, Phelps's 19th career Olympic medal and 15th overall gold. Yeah. As much as he is an idiot, um, he was a hell of an athlete. I, I want to say he's probably the only American athlete that I have ever cheered against. That's saying something. Yeah, I usually don't do that in the Olympics. You know, American—I don't care who it is. I—I I, I cheer for—I uh, cheer for the USA, um, no matter who the person is. But I think Michael Phelps is the only person that I have ever cheered against in the Olympics. I actively cheer against that guy um, just because he went to Michigan. That's the only reason. Uh, that's the only reason I do. So. Hey, yeah. uh, what are we looking at for Wednesday? I don't know Pop yet. Culture Wednesday. I don't know. Are we doing. Are we going to do the the wrestling walkout music? I think so, but I think we're going to expand it to MMA. I think we're going to do wrestling, UFC, oh. K1, Pride. Um, um, it would be all wrestling for me because I don't know. Anything. Yeah, I think, I, that's think that's, what, I think that's what we're going to do. Or, or we could do Snade O'Connor's favorite, you know, your favorite Snade O'Connor song. That's it for this week's edition of the you Morning want, Five. You want to do your favorite <laughs> Sinead O'Connor song? She had a lot of hits, man. No. no. I'll pass. <laughs> uh, for Billy Lindahl, I am Bryce Farling. We will see you all tomorrow. Same time, same place. Shake your neighbor! Just shake them! Shake your neighbor!